So welcome to the first episode of If It Fits. I am one of your hosts, Michelle Jane from Lift Fitness. And I am your other host, Jessica Payne from Pain and Gains. So we're both online fitness coaches and this podcast is going to be all things fitness, nutrition and lifestyle. So in today's episode, it's going to be about both of us, how we both got into the fitness industry, how we got into personal training and now how we are both online fitness coaches. So we're going to go into how we got into fitness. So Jessica, how did you get into fitness? So I first got into fitness many years ago towards the end of comprehensive school or high school. Um, I was always the girl who absolutely hated PE. You know, I wasn't sporty growing up at all. I did go to a a running club, but I wasn't very good. Um, I was always a little bit chubby and I just hated hockey, hated netball, hated all of the PE classes that we did in school so I regularly you know begged my mother for a note please can I skip PE I just don't want to do it today so following when it came to the end of school I guess I did start to become more into the gym so my dad actually was a weightlifter growing up he you know was the typical if you think back to you know the 80s 90s can you imagine when they used to wear you know those stripy sort of pajama trousers and he was absolutely huge he was also um a grave digger so his muscles were huge and my friends used to be scared of him they always used to say I never want to mess with your dad and you know he's a big softy really at heart but you know he he looked quite scary because he was so muscly so towards the end of school I started to get into cardio you know the the normal go to an aerobics class they used to have aerobics classes in the hut near my house so I'd go there then that progressed into uh, into the gym and I would do cardio classes. But also then with my friends, we started out, you know, using some of the machines around the gym, starting on the abductor and adductor machines like most girls do. <laughs> um, and just got more and more into it, got the bug. And I'd started actually training then with my with my dad a few times. I think when I was around 15 years old, my dad used to take me to this you know, backstreet, underground, old school, grotty nice. weightlifting gym. It was just a load of men, you know, it stunk. Everything was rusty and old, but I absolutely loved it. I just fell in love with it. So I went with him like a good few times and and over the years, it just progressed from there really. So I went to um, university, I studied a Spanish degree and then I got my master's in translation and interpreting, but the whole time I was doing my degree, I was I was becoming more and more passionate about fitness. You know, I would go to the gym all of the time outside of lectures, after lectures. Um, I went to live in Spain for a year as part of my year abroad. And I went to classes five days a week there. The classes were taught in Catalan. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on, but I was just obsessed. And, and I absolutely loved it. And so my passion just grew and grew over the years. And I promised myself that by the end of university, I, I wanted to become, or after university, I wanted to become a personal trainer because I just loved it so much. And and I really, it, it all started with wanting to learn more about fitness and nutrition and health for myself, you know? Yeah. I, I don't like being told to do something and following something if I don't quite understand the reasons why. I like to understand all of the reasons. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why should I do it that way? Um, so yeah, it was more of a, a learning thing 
for me really so I continued in university and got my job and you know a few years later I actually went ahead then and qualified as a personal trainer in 2013. Same as you. (laughs) So how did you get into into fitness? What's your backstory? So similar to you actually we're quite similar so I hated PE and gym in school. I was a I was a chubby chubby friend, um, and I didn't get into fitness until my mid twenties, I think. So I gave up smoking when I was twenty one. Okay. And I just piled on the pounds, um, but I laid myself to it that right, allow yourself to put on weight, wait until you give, wait until you don't fancy a cigarette anymore, then you can do something about your weight. Yeah, so I got to the point where I start wanting a cigarette. So I thought, right, I'm going to do something about my weight now. So I did go to Weight Watchers and I lost loads of weight. I went thinner than I was before um, I gave up smoking. And then my brother started weight training. So my brother was into bodybuilding. And I asked him to, because I got really, really thin. I could literally stand next to a lamppost sideways and you wouldn't see me. I'll say thin I got. Um, I was quite wide because I got wide hips. If I stood sideways, you wouldn't see me stood next to a lamppost. Wow. And I was what you would call skinny fat. So yes. I was skinny with a high percentage of body fat. Like my body would, like my arms would move. So I asked my brother to show me some exercises. And he showed me three. So he borrowed me his dumbbells and his barbell. And I would do these exercises every single day. So he showed me behind the back um, press. Yeah, barbell. He showed me a front raise, and then because I wanted to do the back of my arms, he showed me an overhead extension. But my elbows were out, so every because my form was bad, I just worked my traps. So I ended up having these massive, <laughs> massive traps. But I thought it was great because I had muscles growing. So and that's how I got into weight training. But I wouldn't join a gym. Um, I was too embarrassed to join, join a gym, but once I seen these muscles to start growing, well, my traps, um, I joined a gym, but I didn't have the confidence to do a weight training. So I just do cardio, but I was already thin, so I was just getting thinner. Um, and then I started to go to, my brother joined a gym then, because there's only so much you could do in the house. So I started to go with him, started to get into weight training, but my form was terrible. Um, and that's just how I got into fitness really and then I just found a passion for weight training um but like you first of all when I joined the gym I did just go to classes so I went to um body pump did spin once never went back again (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah just just went from there really so and then personal training wise so in 2010 is when I really started to get into weight training I went to Portugal for a month with my job um and I thought right I've just got into training now I don't want to not train for a whole month and I only train like two or three times a week so I joined a gym and you had like a pass um you pay 30 euros and you get 10 um sessions so I think with my third or fourth session um bear in mind my brother taught me and he was a, an ego lifter um so oh, okay. I was lifting when I just started weight training so I was lifting six key I remember six kilos but I was swinging my I can picture myself now <laughs> swinging with these. So this guy come over. I couldn't. I can't speak Portuguese, mind. So a guy come over, took the dumbbells off me, speaking to me like this, finger in his hat, in in my face, telling me no. 
and give me two kilos. Now I was so embarrassed that I literally put the key, put the weights down, went back to left the gym, didn't go back for the whole of the, the time I was there because I was too embarrassed. Um, went home, well, to the hotel, had a shower, feeling sorry for myself. I remember there was um, like an ice cream shop in the corner. <laughs> I went to the ice cream shop, feeling sorry for myself, ordered a big massive waffle and ice cream. And as I was eating it, I was thinking, I still ate her all mine, but I was thinking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to train myself. And it didn't occur to me to pay for a personal trainer. I thought I'm going to become a personal trainer. I'm going to yeah. become a personal trainer and I'm going to learn how to train myself. <laughs> um, so I went back to the hotel after I finished my waffle. I went back to the hotel on the laptop and I just come across um, be- become a, per- a training course. But I was on an errand for ages. I think it was actually 2011 then I actually signed up for it. Um, and then I actually qualified. I did it on top of my job. So I qualified then the level two in 2012 and then level three, same as you, in 2013. But it was was just to train myself, really. And then I learned how to train myself, started to build a bit of muscle and looking better. Friends and family were asking me for advice. And then I just fell in love with helping people. And I just went from there. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we actually have a very, very similar backstory and I've had a similar situation where I've been told in the gym, you know, stop doing that and also passed um, lighter weights. It was with lateral raises, side oh, raises, right. which is quite a common one that you see in gyms. People yeah. get them wrong, isn't it? So I don't know what I was doing, but I was clearly doing it wrong because this he was a personal trainer in the gym, came up to me and showed me. So I think we've all got experiences like that in the past, haven't we? But um you know it's it's good that's what a personal trainer is there to do but it is embarrassing when you're not expecting it and you feel like you're doing everything right isn't it but um yeah I mean for me falling in love with weight training um came around the same sort of time as I was doing my personal training and then even more so the following year in 2014 when I went to my first ever bodybuilding mm-hmm. show as uh, not bodybuilding show body power expo sorry um so I went to the Body Power Expo. I had no idea what to expect. And I walked in and I was obsessed. You know, my jaw just dropped. There were all these fitness professionals, athletes from all over the world with absolutely insane bodies. And I never forget, it was um, Susie Toldy from uh, the Cytex stand. Yeah. Um, Hungarian athlete. I was obsessed with her body. I just couldn't stop staring at her. I just wanted to be her, you know. I thought, how do I get my body like that? And um, it's not like that right now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I never has been quite like that. But, you know, we can keep working towards our goals. But also there was uh, Larissa Reese, and I was just obsessed with Larissa. Yeah, they're both amazing. Her her style. And and then Dana Lynn Bailey and started following all of these female athletes. I actually got... um, Larissa tattooed onto my arm um it's a terrible tattoo so I need to get it covered (laughs) so it's hidden away but um I've got a huge tattoo of her on my arm and I actually showed her the following year at Body Power but um I think she was kind of like what the hell is that and even now I'm like yeah did you show her did you show me a tattoo I did yeah the following year (laughs) but it's uh not very good so that was a bit embarrassing but whatever we live in (laughs) So yeah, I started really getting into 
fitness training, I wanted to sculpt my body. I, I started then listening to, you know, more and more podcasts, reading more books and just following everyone that I could, um, all of the experts in the fitness industry and just, you know, outside of the personal training qualification itself, just constantly listening to things, watching videos and just finding out more. And, and I realized then, you know, this was more than just a passion for me wanting to work on my own body. I, I wanted to sort of impart my knowledge on other people who wanted it. So I had a full-time job at this time and um, the job that I'm still in at the moment, because I still work full-time in a corporate job. Um, and I started offering personal training services at the local gym. So I would teach classes, five free classes a week in order to, that was like my rent for the gym. So two of those classes were actually um, female lifting classes. So I would teach women how to lift because back in those days, I was the only girl in the weight mm. training area. You know, everybody mm. used to stare at me and I would, well, you, if you were the same, yeah, it's, you knew what it was like. You'd walk in and everyone would turn around and look. And I was like, what? I'm just training. <laughs> so I thought I want other girls to feel there was a ladies only gym and people, girls did train in there, but I yeah. was like, get out on the floor. Let's, let's all do this together. You know, you don't need to be scared of, of the men. It's not the men's gym and the ladies gym where we can all train weights and we're all supposed to be training weights. So, um, so yeah, I started teaching female lifting classes to teach people good form. And a lot of them then built up confidence and would then actually start working in the gym. And, you know, that had a sort of domino effect then. You yeah. know, they trained with, would start training with them. And obviously over the years, it became more and more popular. But I would work my full-time job in the day. So I would teach classes 6.30 in the morning. I'd work my full-time job. I'd get back to the gym at 6 p.m., and then I would train clients then in the evening, usually from around 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. Then I would train myself and then I would go home and do it all again. So that was Monday to Friday. And um, I did that for a, a good two years, I think. I had quite a lot of clients and regular clients and, you know, all sorts of abilities and ages as well. And I just absolutely loved it. But at the time, I was also, like I said, in my corporate job, I was having to sit 15 exams. Um, and it was just such a difficult decision. Basically, I had to make the decision to stop working at the gym. And, and at that time, I focused more on my corporate career because I didn't think that I could sort of make it into a into a full-time job, the personal training. You know, I was fresh out of uni. I wanted st stability and and I just felt like I had to go down the corporate route. So I unfortunately had to hand my notice in at the gym and I had to then, you know, proceed for a few years, do 15 exams. And I've been in that job now for almost seven years, I think. And over the time I've worked, you know, I've had a few clients on the sides uh, working online, working with them online, coaching yeah. them. But it's just been like sort of a side thing. And, um, you know, Fast forward to 2020 lockdown and I just thought, you know what, life is too short not to follow your passion. People have been asking me for years, why, why don't you do this full time? And yeah, I should. I love it. It's my absolute passion. Um, writing contracts isn't my passion, funnily enough, <laughs> every day. I'm always helping people. I just love doing it. So, you know, I bit the bullet in July 2020, set up my business, pain and gains and um 
here I am today. So I don't know if your if your story is a little is similar to that as well. So I qualified in 2013, same as you, but I didn't actually start PT in 2017. I did a little bit on the side. So I did the okay. odd, I say odd, it was like two or three in someone's house. Um, didn't really enjoy it. Very limited equipment I had. I had some boxing gloves, a step, um, skipping rope and small dumbbells. Um, so I did a little bit in like people's houses, but it started to get to the point where I hated my job. I was in the job for nine years. Started to hate it, hate it. And then um, I was just thinking of handing in my notice. I had a really rubbish day one Friday and I ripped my um, resignation email to my boss. And I thought, right, you need to think about this now because you've got no job to go to. You haven't got any savings, um, even though my husband did. But I've always been um, independent. I didn't want to rely on it. But I had a really shit day in work. And I was like, right, I'm going to quit. So I wrote my email. And I thought, just just think about it. Take the weekend. If it gets to Monday and you still feel the same, send it. Got to work on the Monday and HR and my boss were stood at the front door and made me redundant. So I obviously had a payout. And it was just meant to be. If I send that email on the Friday, I wouldn't have obviously got and handed in my month's notice, which they give me a month's notice with payment. I wouldn't have got my payout. So it was just meant to be. So... That was the beginning of January. I had to serve my month's notice till February. In that time, I decided to set up Lift Fitness. Um, and yeah, that was 2017. And I started in Simply Gym in March 2017. But that was after seeing every gym in South Wales. I went to every gym in Newport. Um, but the reason I went to Simply Gym is... It was the most expensive rent. There was only two guys working there. There was no female right. working there. And it was closer to my house. And after three months, I was four. I was doing 30 hours after three months. By January, I was doing 42 hours PT and I had 30 on a waiting list. And I was just sat at home with my husband, absolutely exhausted. And he was like, you need to employ someone. So I went to um, the guy who recruits in Simply Gym. I was like, look, I'm struggling. I've got all these people on the waiting list. I need to employ someone. And he was like, actually, there's a structure for that, but no one's ever done it before. And I was like, let's do it. (laughs) I need to take someone on. So I put an advert out and there was a guy working in the gym called Joel. Um, Absolutely amazing guy. And he came to me the one day. We was always like banter. He would say, I want to work for Lift Fitness. I was like, oh, I only take on females. Um, You'll have to put a dress on. So we'd have a little bit of banter. So he sat me down the one day. He was like, you know, we joke about me joining Lift Fitness. And when he was a, a duty manager in the gym. And when, yeah, he went, I've actually been really thinking about it. And I, I want to sit down and have a chat about it. So I was like, okay, let's not tell anyone. Let's go to Costa. Let's have a little chat. I'll tell you the details. Um... And if it's not for you, nobody knows. Nobody in the gym knows that you want to want to like leave the gym floor. So I sat down with him, told him everything. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm really up for this, but I'm going to need to speak to my mum first. <laughs> Bless him. So he came on board. He was with me for two years, actually, up until the, the lockdown. 
And then it got to the June after. So, and then we were both full, me and Joel. Waiting list started to um, to get bigger. So I took on a second. I um, took on Stephanie. Um, she's got her own business now. So she's um, doing really well, actually. And Joel. Joel still does a bit of PT, but he's got a job now. Um, working with the NHS. So the way um, the online come about, so I wanted to reduce my hours a little bit and dipped into a little bit of online. So I come up with a 10 week fat loss plan. So the lean project and that took off, but I enjoyed doing that more than PT because I was so busy with PT running around the gym floor. I was literally running from client to client. I do 10 clients a day, every day. Um, and I felt that because I was just so busy, I didn't have time to take the measurements properly, sit down and explain the nutrition properly. I couldn't go through my fitness pal. I just physically didn't have time. So with the online training, I could. So when I cleared the day to do the online, I had more time to explain the diet to them, go through my fitness pal. I thought I can actually add more value to online coaching than I can on the gym floor. So I made the decision before the pandemic, actually, in February, I handed in my notice, told Joel and Steph they were going to stay with Lift Fitness, the still PT in Simply Gym. And then the pandemic hit and I thought I made a massive mistake because every PT in the world turned into an online coach. I had a chat to Joel and Steph because um, I wanted Lift Fitness. Uh, but I had a little think over the lockdown. I wanted Lift Fitness to just be online. So Joel and Joel would be with me for two years at this point, Steph a year, and it was just ready for them to be full PT. No, they were junior PTs. They've been doing it long enough now. So there was time for them to fly the nest and, and the fitness is just online now. Um, yeah, it's going really well. But I do, I, I do miss PT a little bit. I miss the people. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's, an amazing story and what you achieved in that short space of time you know especially being hit with that lockdown news and like you said everybody including me <laughs> becoming an online fitness coach <laughs> I know um, the beginning you, of the pandemic when some of the PTs and coaches were giving out free plans I thought oh my god I've made oh, I know. after the, the lockdown I think I'm gonna have to go back to the gym I think I'm gonna have to but I just grafted um, made sure all my clients were looked after, did um, live workouts. I started doing them four times a week just to give the clients some structure. And after, I think, a couple of months, I just started to take off then. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, of course, you put all your effort into it. And do you know what? I think lockdown has massively helped the fitness industry and the online coaching yeah, definitely. world because people are far more accepting of it now. I think until lockdown, people didn't really understand. And whilst I've been, you know, working with a few clients over the years outside of my corporate job, you know, in an online capacity, I haven't physically trained them in the gym, um, you know, since all that time ago. But I think everybody is starting to understand what online coaching is about and be more accepting of it. You know, more and more people are signing up to, you know, both of our businesses and all of the other online coaching businesses. And I think that's an amazing step forward because whilst personal training, there's always going to be a need for personal training. You know, some people are always going to want that face-to-face -face element. Like you, I prefer the online side of it because 
it really means you have much more time to work with your clients. You can, like you said, sit with them, explain the nutrition side properly and, and actually provide that support. You're not just giving them that one hour of a time and then bye, see you next week. Um, you know, we're checking in with clients constantly. Um, we're in group chats. The clients have got a group chat. It's like a proper community. And I feel like it's a much more beneficial yeah, definitely. way of working for the clients. The clients are getting so much more value out of us and you know I think both of us um provide a service where we allow our clients to send us videos of form you know for example my client sent me one the other day of a Romanian yeah, I'm speaking over it so you know it's not that we're not able to see the exercises you can do anything online these days and and I'm I'm really grateful for lockdown one for giving me the the balls <laughs> just get up and, and go with it basically but for me, it was difficult because obviously I had it been like a good few years since I'd been working on the on the gym floor and personal training. And I got rid of my old laptop. You know, I didn't have anything to my name, but, um, you know, like no portfolio to show or anything like that. It had all gone. I deleted my old Facebook page. I used to have a Facebook page with like workouts, recipes and all sorts on it. All of that was just gone. So it was literally me just starting from scratch again um, in lockdown. So I I asked a couple of close friends and family members, you know, will you, you know, who I knew wanted to make a change. And, yeah. you know, one of them was my sister. Then there was my best friend and her husband and my husband and a few other people. And I just asked people, you know, will you commit to something for eight weeks so that I can start a portfolio? Because I have to start from scratch. Yeah, I've got nothing see, yeah and people you know people are not going to sign up to you unless they've got some sort of evidence are they so um so I worked with those for eight weeks and to be fair you know there's always a risk when you give something to people for free that you know they're not going to put their all into it yeah. but to be fair to them all they they really did and I was really grateful for that because it really really helped to to kick me off in my business and get me that starting point and and I just decided to set up then a, an online um, eight week challenge as my starting point just to try and get a little group together I did yeah. it to start with and I think I had 15 people join up on the first one then um, and that was a success and that's my eight week shape up and that's been running then since July so I've been putting it on every four to six weeks or eight weeks there was a bit of a break over Christmas and that's just become really really popular and I've got to work with you know quite a lot of people quite a lot of one-to-one -one clients as well since that time so I've just been super grateful for lockdown yeah. for giving me the opportunity and just you know to whilst obviously it's been an awful situation for a lot of people we're all fed up we've all had people who've been affected by it so I'm not saying you know there's any good in it in that way but in other respects it was quite good because it made people like me and like you you know step up gives us just give give us more time didn't it really just to yeah and it's made me realize you know life is too short I'm I want to follow my passion I want to follow my dream this is my passion so here I am today and I'm working with you which I'm also well not working with but you know mm -hmm. doing this podcast together and you know we've sort of become peers and whatever the last few weeks through this so yeah just so people are probably wondering why we're doing this together yeah. so <laughs> I slid into Jessica's DM yeah, slid in. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just um, I started following Jessica. I just know Jessica. We have, we haven't actually formally met, but I just knew Jessica from um, just mutual friends. So seeing her on Instagram, seeing that she was um, doing online coaching, we're actually doing the same nutrition course. So we're both studying to be science uh, evidence based nutritionists. So I just like the fact that Jessica was investing in herself as well. I just like what the message she was sending about flexible um, lifestyle, flexible dieting. Um, and the fact that the business is quite similar to mine. So, and she was doing the same nutrition course. So I just slid into Jessica's DMs and just started um, just saying, hi, you know, I really like the look of your business, blah, blah, blah. And then I had an idea. I was on, me and Jessica spoke a little bit. And then I was on a walk the one morning. And um, the night before, I had, but the week, a few days before, I've had two clients sign up um, on really low calories, um, on an awful diet. And then the morning after, um, I was on my walk and I was listening to a podcast of Darren and James. And somebody asked them a question. said, why are you working together when you both got the same business? And Darren said something along the lines, well, yes, we both do the same thing. But there's a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of people out there. And people will either um, pick a personality. So somebody might like me, they might not like me. Somebody might like Jessica. So yes, we, we both do the same thing. But there's a lot of people out there. And I thought I was on my walk. I was thinking, well, me and Jessica do the same course. <laughs> we got the same values. We're trying to send the same message. I'm going to send Jessica a message. <laughs> See if she wants to do a podcast together. And I sent her a big, long message. She read it and didn't reply. I thought, oh, I feel like a right idiot now. <laughs> but she's actually opened the message. It was working. So I was on yeah, my walk. I was in a meeting. I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> so that's it. No. Jessica come together. So we're both trying to send like the same message that you don't need to go to slimming clubs. You don't need to buy stupid diet shakes. You don't need to be restricted diets. You just need to be in a calorie deficit and have a life, you know, and enjoy the, your fitness journey. Because we both had experience, haven't we? We both have been on, which we'll save this for another podcast, but we've both been on stupid diets and restrictive diets. and Yeah, we think we've done them all between us, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> So we'll see that the, our diet experience for another podcast. But I'll say we come together. We got the same message, sent in the same message, got the same values. And two heads are better than one. I mean, why wouldn't you want two coaches? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I completely agree. And, you know, I was so excited when you sent me the message. And, you know, we'd had a few conversations before before that message, obviously. And um just helping each other out, giving each other tips, whether they were to do a technology or how do you do this or how do you do that? Well, Jessica's helped me a lot, by the way, and I owe Jessica a lot of, uh, what, what do you drink? No, Red Bull, what are they called? Uh, monster. I owe Jessica a couple of monsters. A couple of monsters. But, you know, you've also helped me. We've helped each other, and I think that is, like you said, the, the nice thing. Two heads are better than one. We, you know, everybody... Yes, of course, we're all running our own businesses. We're not working together. But why can't we be peers and bounce ideas off each other and help exactly. each other? I mean, we're both in a in a business where we're trying to help and support people and, and help people grow. So why shouldn't we? And, 
working in an online business, obviously I still got my full-time job, but when I eventually come to to quit it's that time of course why so wouldn't you want years so but no exactly the same you know I didn't hesitate about joining up with you and doing this podcast because we have got the same values you know our client base is all about understanding who you're working with of course and that's obviously why we've decided to name our podcast if it fits because the way you approach you know your diet your fitness your nutrition whatever it is it should all be if it fits in line with your goals, what are your goals? Are you training to be, you know, are you an athlete? Are you a competitive bodybuilder? If so, then, then yes, perhaps restrictive dieting is necessary for a short period of time. And, you know, hours and hours of cardio, if that's necessary to get to that, um, you know, completely shredded state that we see. But, but I think for both of us, you know, well, all of our clients, 100% of our clients, I would say, are just normal people. They just, just like to... They're just people exactly. who want to lose a bit of weight, you know? Well, most a bit of, of weight, feel better about themselves, learn a little bit about nutrition. And, and that's what both of us do. We both love teaching our clients about nutrition because the whole idea with having a coach, we should be getting people to a position where they don't need a coach anymore. <laughs> you know, and for some people like me, I, I stay with my coach because I like accountability and... And it's nice. And I like to see how different people run things and, you know, how you gel with somebody. But so I don't necessarily need a coach, obviously, because I know what to do. But it's nice to have that. It's nice to get somebody else's second opinion. And of course, so if people stay with you for a long period of time, of course, but but you want people to also understand what they're doing, why they're doing it to feel like they're living life normally. I mean, 90 percent of my clients or probably even more, they they're busy mothers. They, no, they haven't exactly. got time to be preparing separate meals for themselves and, you know, just eating chicken, rice and broccoli all they day. They just want to learn how to eat normal food. They want to learn yeah, how to, how can I have to spaghetti bolognese with their family. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. They want to sit down with the family meal and us teaching people how to track like that. And I think people give coaches like us sometimes who promote flexible dieting a bit of a bad rep because they're like, flexible dieting you know it's not just about junk if it fits your macros if it fits your mouth easily yeah yeah but of course we understand that we're not preaching um eat junk food all day every day you know we're both like you said studying to become you know fully qualified and insured nutritionists and evidence-based nutritionists but as part of that course you know we're learning all this as well it's about people adhering to the diet and people enjoying it people don't want to live 24 7 on a restrictive diet yes of course if you want to lose fat you have to be in a calorie deficit you have to put some effort in but you can do that in an enjoyable manner and I think that's what we're trying to teach people and you know everybody's getting insane results and loving the process I think all of my clients have started really nervous a bit they find it a little bit daunting and you know within weeks of starting you know not even just by the end of their package within weeks they are just loving it they find this newfound confidence even yesterday they were all talking about their experiences so far and how they've all fallen in love with exercise and that's what I want you know some people go out running and they love running and they like beating their 5k personal best time and if they feel good about doing that then amazing and if I can help them and and I think when I post um when I've posted things in the past about you know um where a client has tagged me, you know, I achieved all of this and was still ate Domino's and afternoon tea and stuff. Yeah, you did. Obviously, they weren't eating Domino's and afternoon tea all day, every day. But 
during the course of the challenge or the time with me of course if somebody says to me I've got an afternoon tea book for my mother's birthday like what do I do I, I say go and enjoy it and exactly get back on it tomorrow it's about being mindful and understanding that around it and I think it's just quite liberating for people to feel like they can enjoy life they can still go and have an afternoon tea without feeling guilty yeah exactly <laughs> get back on it the next day and and that's it you know you've enjoyed time with your family that you know family and friends relationships all of that is so much more important nobody wants to get to 60 years old and be like oh I, I missed out on that because I I was on a diet that day and I didn't I didn't go and, and I've been there in the past I've I mean, been there I've missed I've missed my mum's birthday your sister's birthday yeah. parties we've both been like, there, like of course but we've learned from our experiences and I think that's the bet that's the good thing that we're trying to do now is just teach people how to live, how to achieve goals, but also be happy and enjoy the process. And that's literally it. You know, we're not, if somebody wants to get shredded, then we'll know how to get them there. But our clients don't really want that. They just yeah, want to exactly. feel good, look good, and, you know, be healthy. And, and that's what we help people do. And I just love it. So, yeah, I love that we're doing this podcast. And I'm really excited for you know, all the topics that we're going to be able to cover. I mean, we've already come up with some ideas and we'll come up with more and more, I'm sure. But us doing this nutrition course, I think we'll be able to share a lot of valuable information for people, to the listeners. Yeah. And and yeah, I'm just really excited for where we can take this podcast and and the things that we can help people with along the way. Yeah, I'm excited. And touching on what you said, so there's a quote that Richard, I've changed the words a little bit, but there's a quote that Richard Branson says, and it is educate your clients so well they will never always need you treat them so well they will never leave you that's exactly yeah. I love that quote so love I educate that. my clients so they will never always need me so if they do leave or ever leave they can carry on their fitness journey but then I treat them so well they would never want to leave <laughs> yeah well yeah exactly that's what it's all about and both of us have created you know these communities of people who come together everybody's striving for the same goals they've got the support networks around them and I just I just love that we're providing that and I hope that this podcast help us get our message out you know we're not promoting eat junk all day every day we're promoting yeah. do it in an enjoyable manner and that the odd treat isn't going to hurt you <laughs> exactly so yeah I posted like the the McDonald's guide but I'm not telling my clients they can have McDonald's every day um but if you take your kids to McDonald's like you don't have to take your chicken and rice yeah you can you know, plan ahead and you can have the McDonald's every now and then if you want so it is flexible lifestyle but yeah we're, we're not promoting eat junk <laughs> No, exactly. And, you know, all of our clients will attest to that anyway. We promote. And what they find is that during this process, they just love healthy eating. My clients have become amazing chefs. You know, they're constantly oh, oh and posting all their ideas and recipes. And it's just they're just more sociable, I guess, with their family, trying out new things, being more creative and just enjoying all of the process. So I just love it. I'm I can't wait until I can be in a position where I'm doing it full time as well. So um, hopefully that will be this year at some point, but we'll see. But yeah, I'm so glad that I took the decision to get back into the industry that I love and set this business up. And also that I've met you and I'm really looking I know. forward to it. Well, we haven't actually team. met yet officially. Well, no, we haven't. Social distancing. So <laughs> I think in three weeks time, Mark Drakeford said we're looking to start easing 
yeah I think so hopefully we'll get to meet in real life yeah so (laughs) tell everyone um where they can find you um so yeah your socials where can people find you so I'm mostly on (laughs) a little bit difficult but I'm on Instagram so at jesse j-e-s-s-y underscore fit 87 bit of a mouthful that is isn't it (laughs) at jesse underscore fit 87 that's my main page where I post a lot of things I have got a business page um at pain underscore n underscore games and I think we'll put these in the in the podcast notes yeah yeah we'll put, put the links and stuff in there yeah we'll put the links in so I have got a business page to be honest I mostly post on my other page and I just post the odd transformation on the business page and then I'm also on Facebook pain and gains online fitness coach um um, what about you? What? So mine, I'm mainly just using my Lift Fitness pages now. So mine is liftfitness.wales. Um, and then if you put liftfitness.wales in Facebook as well, it'll come up because it's just Lift Fitness on in, on Facebook. But there's quite a few Lift Fitness. Um, I'm the, I own Lift Fitness name, by the way. I'm registered with the company's house. The rest don't own the name. <laughs> but, um, so it's Lift Fitness and liftfitness.wales on instagram awesome so i think we'll wrap it up now yeah i think we can wrap it up there that was a little bit of our life story and then we just wanted i guess to give people a little introduction to who we are who they're going to be listening to for the rest of the podcast and then we can crack back in uh, crack on with some of the nitty gritty stuff from from next week onwards yeah so our next one is going to be um about nutrition so not in-depth nutrition it's basically how you start your fitness journey but it's the nutrition side so what is a calorie deficit how you work out your calorie deficit and how you track so it's, it's just how you start your nutrition the side of it and a little bit about our nutrition stories as well about what we've done um the weird stuff that we've done the different diets <laughs> that we've done <laughs> Yeah, that should be a good one. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Fab. So thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the first If It Fits podcast. And um, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.